Oh, Taryn, Taryn, Taryn. Oh, Amy. Oh, Jack. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the babies. <laughs> Cute. Welcome to the audio only pre show. So don't worry about like looking hot as fuck. Okay, don't tell me not to worry about it as if it's not natural. <laughs> um, Today in the pre-show, we're going to be playing a little game that actually, I don't know who started it, but it was definitely at dinner at Gracias Madre, the Billy Bob and Susie Q game. Oh, my children. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, we've played it once before on pod, but we played it in real life at dinner. Yep, I'm ready. At so, a socially distanced, very responsible dinner. Yeah, of course. Of course. I don't believe um, you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love that Jack is actually like so high and mighty about COVID and stuff, but he's the only one who's got it like five times. <laughs> Wait, have you, have you gotten it even once? No. Um, just my like a bunch of positive, his um, but had no symptoms. So, that, so we aren't sure. Oh, <laughs> what are you? So you are, are you? literal infected right oh, now. Oh my God. Yeah. You're okay, evil. let's try again anyway, with CTQ. Okay, Billy Bob finds Jesus at 17 okay. and thinks you're going to hell. Okay. Am I? How old am I? Am I 17 or am I 30? No, no, no. You have Billy's mom. So you're, <laughs> you're none of those. You're uh, you 45? Yeah, okay. I don't so, know. So 50. That's fine. So Billy Bob, my sweet son. Yeah. Cute varsity football player yeah. oh yeah is billy yeah. cool yeah billy's very cool okay that's um, exactly the problem though <laughs> that's the problem and then he finds jesus that is hard okay so what do i do is the question yeah that is the question <laughs> so <clears throat> is Susie q following in his footsteps uh right now you only have one child oh. and that is billy bob yikes okay so wow my only, only child thinks only i'm child. going to hell yeah <laughs> Um, Sorry, is this too dark to start off no. with that? Nine <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was a quick jump down to the pits of hell, but it's also okay. Uh, so I would sit little Billy Bob down. That's how you start every one of these scenarios. Because what else are we doing? Yeah, you know? stand up. So right. yeah, we can't stand. <laughs> so, uh, so we're sat kind of like this, right? Okay. Pretending you're Billy Bob in this okay, situation. Sure. Um, I would say, hey. Talk to me about what you're thinking. Talk to me about how you're feeling. And Billy Bob would say, well, I don't know anything about Jesus. And so let's just say you think, hey, I accepted Jesus. I'm a Christian now. And yeah, now yeah, that yeah. means in my definition, you're going to hell. Yeah. I would say, oh, man, that sucks. And then I would see what Billy Bob says. <laughs> and he'd probably be like, yeah, but like you can be saved. And I'd um... be like, well, I just don't believe the same things that you do. Um, but I would love to like talk about this with you throughout life and let's like continue to check in with each other. I don't believe that that's the case. I believe that's pretty limiting belief. Um, but but I'm I'm proud of you for finding something you believe in and that you care about. And I love you. And let's let's just keep each other in the loop. That is so nice. I would not be that nice to Billy Bob. No but, way. But yeah. you know more about Jesus than I do. So. But that was my story. So that's exactly what happened to me. Or what I I was Billy Bob, wow, varsity football player, <laughs> coolest guy in school. <laughs> um, Susie Q, same Susie Q, different, okay, different, different Yeah, okay. uh, she is sixteen and she wants a nose job. Mm. Why? 
does she have a nose that needs a nose job? Because that's... No one has a nose that needs a nose yeah, job. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 But, but fair, she just, fair. it's just what she wants. I mean, honestly, I see on TikTok, like, there's this nose job king, and now I want a nose job, suddenly. Uh, so, I would sit, sit around. around. <laughs> <laughs> Look her right in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would right in the that is horrible. I, that is horrible. No, um I I would if it was really messing with her and it wasn't just like a phase thing, then I say let's go do it. I don't know like the legalities of it if like yeah, you I think can you do it sign when you're off 16. on yeah. it then she can. Yeah. So I'd let her if if it was like really messing with her confidence and and I also sort of agreed that like it could be cuter. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> then I then I think we do it. Yeah, I feel that. You know what I mean? Like, As someone if it's... who's had a lot of plastic surgery, yeah, yeah, let him, let if, Susie, let Susie go. But if it's like if you know what I mean, where people think they need a nose job but they don't, like I wouldn't. Not like anyone needs a nose job, but we know what I mean. I I like a big nose, so I would be like. Suze, let's get some self love up in here. Be like, Suze. but but what if it's really saying, messing with her? Saying like love yourself like doesn't really do anything, Jack. I mean, I don't think that's true. I think we have not enough focus on self love in our society. I think we have too much yeah, of but, a fix it attitude. No, but I mean, like, Ooh, just this being, is getting me very excited. But saying just love yourself, it's. It's like, okay, how? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I don't think it's like, a just, so just love yourself it. thing. I think it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, like, mm, we got to work mm-hmm. on that, Suze. But oh, how? I think we work on that with Suze first before we go straight to getting Josh, a nose job. Josh, I agree. Josh. It's yeah. like, sis, how you feeling? What's going on? Is anyone making fun of you? Why yeah. is that affecting Therapy. you? We do all that. A hundred percent. And then you go, if that isn't it, then... Then let's, let's talk this about a shot. It. It's yeah. like if a little boy is like super skinny growing up his whole life and then he oh. fe- he feels not hey. like. <laughs> no, no, no. I was g- I mean, I was going to say the opposite if someone's overweight, but it also goes the other way where it's like if someone's really skinny and they want to like beef up. That's you don't just go like go love yourself. Yeah, you're, you're a skinny boy. You can be like if that's going to make you feel better, you go beef up. Totally. So <laughs> should we do one more? Should we get into the show shop? Um. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Amy. Hey, Jack. I'm gay. Oh my god, that is so funny. I'm also gay. I was uh, gonna tell you. Wait, really? Yeah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Dating Straight. Hey, Jack. Hey, Taryn. Hi, guys. <laughs> wow. I didn't know where I was supposed to come in. I've noticed that Jack has stopped saying hi to the guests. So I well, took a beat yeah, before because I did it. Amy always says it first. And then I'm I'm just like, it's like, hey, Taryn. Hey, hey. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's and just... then we're both like, how are you? And Jack's like, what's up? And then we say it at the same time. Yeah. It just, just did feel like there was too much space. Like you guys <laughs> yeah. could have come in a I little know, sooner just... with the hi. Or... <laughs> but that's cool. It's cool. Well, um, I figured you guys are in person together. So I yeah, will yeah, yeah. never I don't know. Be able to I jump was just in like, as fast. I was as caffeinated. I was feeling funky. Okay. <clears throat> Today on the show we have Taryn Arnold. Woo-hoo. She is a writer, a podcast host, queen of investments, <laughs> overall genius. Oh, thanks. 
Thanks for coming on Dating Overall, Started. genius is really important to me. Thank you so much. I think that you are a smart cookie. Thank you. Yeah, you sound smart. smart. You give off like oh. you give off like put together energy. Yes, yes, yes. Which I find really interesting because I don't feel like I dress the part. Do I feel like, like I look put together? Well, I, I don't answer that. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, you do. You have rings on. You One. have an Apple Watch. True. Dare I say, I think you the people shoes. who <laughs> don't feel like they have to prove to put themselves together. Uh, clothes wise oh, yeah. because they have it yeah. they know they have the it factor mm. hence, are you calling me the it girl it's my <laughs> my uh costa rica frog green tree frog shirt <laughs> <laughs> very fashion forward think of like who's the guy mark zuckerberg is that the facebook guy yeah. yes he like dresses like whatever that's and a he's so rich. That's like a crazy productivity technique where they just wear the same shirt so that they don't have to make. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's cool. it's like they take away beliefs that or they take away like extra choices that are going to drain their energy. And so they eat the same thing every day. They wear the same thing oh every God, day. It sounds like me, but I don't do that as a productivity thing. But but you're doing it deep down. That's all. <laughs> but, but I'm not productive at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just sit down. But what's productivity anyway? <laughs> um, please um, rate, review, subscribe. We have a Patreon. So... Mm-hmm. Check it out. We do a newsletter, live streams, extra episodes every single month. Um, leave a review saying, Taryn, if you had to leave a review <laughs> of this show, what would it be? I might say something like this. Okay. <laughs> Hello, person reading this review. <laughs> Lean in close. Ooh. Listen to the words I have to say. You're going to sit them down. I'm going to sit you down. <laughs> and I might just say, this show is worth your time. Trust me. Oh. Wow. Try it. Have Go. you listened to this show? I have. I've told you guys that. You have? Yeah. When I first started dating Cam, I like, I I don't remember if she was on the show around that time or something, but um, I started listening to it and then I was like, this is really funny. You guys have like a real fun vibe going on. Well, good. Because a lot you. of podcasts are so bad, you know. Thank you. And you're Name very five. good. <laughs> Yours is great. Thank you. I'd write that in the review too. They're all bad. A lot this of podcasts cute. are really bad. <laughs> but not this one. That's the headline. Yeah. Um, um, cool. Thank you. Cool. So we're going to do a little catch up. Um, mm. Time to catch up from so much has gone on since we recorded our last episode yesterday. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Amy, do you want to you want to hop in? Yeah, I will do it. OK, I was quickly trying to think if I if I could think of a different catch up. But I can't. <laughs> um, OK, so <laughs> you guys, I was going to go on a third date oh. tonight. Ooh. She wild. But I canceled. Okay. Because I don't want to be happy. <laughs> Wait, why'd you cancel? So what's the real reason? Um, well, the real reason is this week is kind of hectic with podcasting. Okay. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And oh. I just was like, I don't wanna have to <gasps> Did, you, did your was that your tummy? I literally my thought that was like the piping of the home. My stomach is like eat, bitch. It's, 
Anyway, um, I can get you something. You want me to get? I brought well, with it's, me it's, a, yeah. a larva okay. um, to eat before the show, but then I forgot it. Now I'm really caffeinated, so I canceled. You're exhausted. Oh, you were exhausted. Yeah, because you don't. You know when you're, it's like trying to get to know someone, it can be even more exhausting sometimes than what than sitting <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I didn't want to like that. go into something exhausted and then like be even more exhausted of like trying to figure out like what do I, okay what do I say next like I get okay and then what um so I just like wasn't really in the mood that's a real thing that's I okay. like that like yeah, so one hour of podcasting like ruins Amy's day <laughs> she's like <laughs> okay we did two hours yesterday and an hour the day before that is a lot Thank and an you. hour today and an hour tomorrow. And yes. then that's we're really doing it. We're like we like we're busy. We took a break and then we're back. Season season two. Yeah, you guys are kind of crushing it. You're you're so casually being like, yeah, we're so busy. It's so dry, draining and that's that's good for you guys. That's yeah, fun. No, thank you. Yeah. And Jack yeah. is but, doing that and school. Oh my god, yeah. Oh damn. I just I have a Can't I just imagine. figured out I have a ten page paper due that I like didn't know about. It's awesome but my catch-up why didn't you know about it i didn't think i knew you were in school oh well cute yeah i'm shooting <laughs> oh. for shooting for summa cum laude the highest honor oh um, shit yeah going for that going for that 3.9 and above um big i know it's huge it's gonna be huge um but <laughs> story I, of the year actually <laughs> i actually it's just gonna turned be in a paper about religion. I'm in um, mm. a class called God and the Human Experience. So my catch up is just that I'm very excited to talk with you today about your experience with God. Oh my God, cute. Wait, that sounds like a really cool class. It is actually cool. It is one of the cool <laughs> ones. Um, I, I, I have beef. Cool. I have beef with some other ones. So like, you got a good read on that one. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what's your catch up, Taryn? Um, what's my catch up? Well, I'm just feeling like the air is a little bit crisper. It's a little uh, lighter. Yeah. Things are feeling really good right now. Um, I'm getting a lot of work stuff popping up right now, which is really fun. I have like my full time thing and then I consult on the side and people are just popping out the woodwork on the side stuff, which has been really exciting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling the feeling of hope, the unfamiliar mm. feeling of hope yeah. for the yeah. first time in a long time. Um, I have uh, just a brief thing. If you want to help me with hope, do you happen to have any yeah. job connections that I should oh. know about? Ooh, I just added you on LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I, I done did see that. Um, yeah, you can tell me what you want to do. And we can do this later, or you can, or we can <laughs> do that out. It's something in Los Angeles for sure. Something in LA. Do you yeah. have what? What are you studying? Communication, baby. That's what I did. Oh, really? Yeah. That's probably why we um, sort of have this like psychic energy with each other. I think. I do be feeling that. I knew yeah. you were going to add me on LinkedIn <laughs> before <laughs> I added you. Yeah, coming. that was crazy. <laughs> you, you woke up I in knew. the middle of the night and said. <gasps> <laughs> I can feel it coming. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be happy to help you. Great. 
That was just, I just cool. wanted that commitment in a public platform. So if you don't get me a job, <laughs> it's your fault. Evidence, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Cool. Okay. Oh, let's take a little pause Ooh. to thank our advertisers. Cute. Thank you so much, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So with a change of routine, which we've all obviously had, it's super easy to forget to check in with yourself. But Dipsy is here to help. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. The stories are both relatable and immersive. There's literally something for everyone. Whatever you're into, Dipsy's got it. Um, and yeah. they add new content every week. So there's always more to explore. Find stories about a spontaneous hookup with a hot stranger, getting closer with that sexy yoga instructor that you can't stop thinking about, or even stories about trying that new toy or getting tied up. Yeah, it's the Whoa, business. Not tied oh, up. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> the wellness sessions can also help you unlock new confidence um, or heighten intimacy with your partner so you know it could be solo or with with a buddy <laughs> um and they add new stories every week so you'll never get bored so spice things up today with dipsy and for listeners of the show dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com straight that's a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsy that's d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com straight again that's dipsystories.com straight thanks dipsy this episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp. We all know that I'm obsessed <laughs> with therapy and um, having like an online source of therapy, especially right now, is so important. Um, is there something interfering with your happiness and preventing you from achieving your goals? Yes. Some would say <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess mine more specifically is my roommate left and I live alone again during this horrible time. <laughs> um, so I love therapy, especially now. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is super unique for therapy. Um, super important that you get the therapy exactly when mm -hmm. you need it. Uh, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. Yeah. And it's has BetterHelp has a broad range of expertises. So wherever you are, there's someone who will be able to help you um, that may not be locally available. And it's also available for clients worldwide. And you can log into your account at any time and send your um, a message to your counselor and also set up times to video chat or have a uh, chat on the phone. Um, and you never have to wait in an uncomfortable waiting room. I know that I hate medical waiting rooms. They just skeeve me out. So BetterHelp is really nice for people like me. Um, and BetterHelp is uh, committed to facilitating great matches. So if you don't feel like you and your counselor are a perfect match, it's super easy and free to make a switch. Um, and it's more affordable than traditional therapy and financial aid is available. So BetterHelp wants you to start living your life happier today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dating. That's BetterHelp.com. Um, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. 
health with the help of an experienced professional. Um, so yeah, special offer for Dating Straight listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dating. That is 10% off um, your first month at betterhelp.com slash dating. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right. Jack, you're up, baby. All right. <sighs> Good old religion. Good old God, Jesus at oh, all. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's a right? really interesting concept. I am ex- so excited to hear, Taryn, about your story. Would you mind walking us through just your um, how you met cute oh, with God? My little me cute. It actually was a pretty, like, it was a cute vibe, I feel like, back then. Um <laughs> Yeah. So the how, how long of how long should I go? go. Uh, the forty moments. <laughs> okay, I'm just like, do I give the quick no, spiel? No, no, no. Tell us. Um, okay. So background of how I grew up. Uh, I my mom. I have a mom and a dad and two brothers. Uh, my mom was Jewish. My mom is Jewish. E like literally Jewish. Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. she's not super practicing but she grew up in this family that was very very practicing um and as she's gotten older she's been like you know whatever happens happens let's celebrate the jewish holidays because that's fun and i like getting my family together my dad uh was less religious but on the christian side of things similar to my mom where like he grew up going to church like most people do a lot of people at least in america you just kind of pop in for easter you pop in for christmas and then you bounce um I never heard my parents talk about religion or God or anything. My, my, probably my life, my entire life until when I like started getting into it myself in high school. Um, and even, even though we celebrated all the, you know, what is it? Uh, holidays. We did like Christmas, we did Hanukkah, we did Passover, we did all the things. I went to like a Jewish preschool called Temple Beth Shalom. Oh, that's what's wow. up. That's what's Shout out to up. Temple Beth Shalom. My teacher was Mrs. Cookie. What? Isn't that cute? That's so sweet. I know. She used to drive me to school, which I think is weird looking Why? back. <laughs> I really don't be knowing why she drove me. Uh, But anyway, uh, yeah, I'll think about that later. (laughs) That is a little weird. Uh, And I feel like she was my swim teacher. What? We did everything. (laughs) Cookie was also your nanny on the side. She was my cookie bitch. Okay. Uh, So anyway, grew up with just this like very... uh, ambiguous feeling towards religion um nobody really talked about it i think in part because of how this is going to sound really weird but like my parents got together in a very tumultuous way they were both married fell in love got together and had me and i think that their whole relationship was based on this like everyone has a different journey and you everyone gets to like do their own thing and even if you take the road less traveled or a road that's like typically viewed as bad it might not be bad for you so their whole thing was like i'm not going to deal with religion it's fine you can do it if you want and then when i got into high school my uh one of my best friends was super into church um, or this girl I started getting close to. She like wouldn't hang out on Sunday or on Saturday nights because she wanted to get a good night's sleep for church on oh. you know Sunday morning. Were her mm-hmm. parents really Christian-y? Kind, her her older sisters were, but like her okay. parents weren't. They were like the typical kind of Christian people. Um, it was like a decision that she made. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so she was like really fired up, which like 
I don't know, your guys' experience is probably similar. When people were like religious growing up, it was like a very, it was like saying you're from California or that you're, <laughs> you know, it's just like a thing. It's not anything you actually care about, right? Mm-hmm. So your guys' experience oh, is religion? No. Yeah. I mean, I went to a Jewish school and it's, there was some super Jewish people there. Okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And yeah, like, for me, I mean, <laughs> I feel like, no one said they were religious unless they were really religious, but that's like California yeah. like liberals, you know? That's true. That's yeah. true. That's fair. Um, well, I grew up in Orange County, so it's a little okay. bit different. Less San Diego and yeah. Orange County are different states. I'll say it. Different, different worlds. Yeah. yeah. Thank God you said that. <laughs> um, so I uh, got really close with this girl and I was so intrigued by her life. I think it was the fact that she like really cared about something like Mm. anything Mm -hmm. where like kids my age, you know, when you're like 13, it's just like you kind of go to school and you bop around and you wave at people and you like make fun (laughs) of everyone. And then you go home and go to bed and do it again. Uh And like, she like had something that she actually cared about that was big. Um, And so I was always like, Oh, I'll keep my eye on that. That's interesting. And then she, sucked one of my good friends in basically oh my God, and it's always the freaking youth group like uh, things it's like yep. you go on the trips on the summer and then mm-hmm. you fall in love with the little church girl and it's the whole it <laughs> always <laughs> happens like that it always <laughs> happens like that it's like they're they're do you know have you heard of ice blocking no yep. what is that they would ice block. What it's like you block? get yeah. like a big block of ice from the Seven Eleven, and you sit on it and you go down grass hills and you like. Oh, that's so fun. It's so fun. I thought it was when so you put ice in you. your mouth and you deposit to they, the next person. It, I would trick you with they, a good time. They mm. do. They. <laughs> that's the carrot that they, and they dangle. Like, pray on the way down. Like when does the? No. So it's it's giving you a family. It's giving you a community, totally. Uh, like other, not other, but like cults or like uh, <laughs> you know, like cults, like other. you know, other cults. Uh, it gives you a sense of shared purpose with people, and then mm-hmm. you feel safe and you feel comfy and all that. Um, so anyway, long story short, I was like, okay, they're all going to start doing this religion thing. I want to see what it's about. I'm going to see what's going down, um, and. I asked my mom to take me to like a store to buy a Bible and I would wake up every morning before high school and read my Bible for like half an hour to an hour every day and go like go through, um, you know, little study guides and all this stuff. And I just kind of fell in love with the ritual of it. I loved having something that I got to learn about that I didn't know about that felt so big and like meta and like it mattered. Um, and from there, I was just like Miss Christian USA. I like <laughs> led youth groups. I uh, spoke at conferences. I was like the MC of my college group for all four years. I was very, very involved um, and loved it. And now I'm not super involved, but um, it it was a good time. But looking back, there's like so many mixed feelings, you know, it, it was a really wild experience. Were your parents like, this is so random? <laughs> like, were they like, what is happening? She is the MC of her youth group? What? Yeah, I've always been like a like a team captain vibe and like a camp counselor vibe. So that I, that you. I do. So I think it just blended into religion really easily. Um, you know, I yeah, that it that part worked fine. But I think my parents were just a little confused at how like, 
I wasn't like Miss Goody Two Shoes. I was like kind of a brat growing up. I was, I made fun of people a lot. I was like very self deprecating and, you know, I, w- I wasn't, I don't think that I was like the prime candidate f- to fall for religion. So I don't really know how it happened other than just me being interested. Um, but I remember when I like accepted Jesus, which is like you pray this prayer and you say that Jesus is your savior. Um, and basically that everyone else is going to hell unless they also believe in Jesus. Oh, no. um, Wait, what was that day like? Were you like, okay, today is the day I'm going to accept <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it's like a moment. It's okay. like meant to be a moment. And uh, did you get baptized? I did get baptized later. Um, but on that day, I Googled like the prayer, wow. like, how do you accept Jesus? And then this, you know, prayer shows up and I was in my room and I was crying and I was saying it to myself and wow. it's like a whole thing. Wow. And then I wrote this letter to my parents and I slipped it under their door and I was like, I'm a new woman. I how am old were like, you when you I must have been like 14 or 15, maybe. I was like middle of high school. Um, Yeah. And I put this little letter under their door and was like, I hope you can come to God someday. Um, It would mean the world to me. And he loves you so much and like all that stuff. And then in the morning they came in and we're like, we love you. And I remember... What was that noise? <laughs> yeah, our plants are dying, but we have more. <laughs> it was God. <laughs> God said, "Accept Jesus. <laughs> Try it." <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think I I said I put the letter under. They came in, said, "We're proud of you. If you feel good about this, then that's on you. That's great." And then my mom said, "Just don't become a judgmental person. That's like my nightmare for you is that you start judging anyone, especially gay people." And I didn't know at the time that I was that. And so I was just like, okay. And in my head, like, well, gay people are wrong. So she'll learn. She'll see. Yeah. (laughs) And then we found out. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, it was, it was funky. So give me more on the gay people thing. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, did your groups like teach you gay bad? Um, no, it there. There's like the 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 saying that's you know, love the sinner, hate the sin. Have you guys heard uh, this? Okay, it's like a yeah. It's not gay people's fault that they're gay. Yeah, it's not their fault. Okay. Um. Well, even if it is their lo- fault, also like, they can still be. You can still be wrong and still like love them even for their wrongness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I think a cool thing that religion can do is like. It gives you a roadmap for the question of like, what does it all mean? And what do I do? And whatever. And one of the things that is discussed like early in the Bible is that a man and a woman are meant to be together. Right. And so you're like, okay, that makes sense. Like their parts go together. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you have babies. Gay people can't have babies together. Okay. Like I get it. Um, And even if it feels wrong in your heart that like people shouldn't be able to love each other, even if you don't agree with that, you're like, but I do see what the Christian people are saying where it's like, oh, it does just kind of make sense that it's just supposed to be that. Mm. So I think you get to a point where you don't even really believe what you're saying. Some people do. Mm-hmm. But with things like that, that seem so simple and like, quote unquote, black and white, you don't believe it, but you just say it because everyone else is that's what you're supposed to say, even if you feel differently. Um, and then for most people, they don't know 
for a lot of Christians, they don't know a lot of gay people in their life. Like their siblings aren't gay or people in their family aren't gay or whatever. And so they, it doesn't hit them until somebody just like pops out mm. of the closet and is like, hi. And then you have to reevaluate if you think that's okay or not. Did you know any gay people growing up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, no one that was obviously, no one that was out. Sure. Did you have like crushes on boys? So you were like, okay, so if that pots fit together, then like I can just marry this man. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, the Christian thing happened for me earlier than my sexuality mm -hmm. uh, or than me figuring out any of my sexuality, which is really interesting because I was being like a good girl and not having sex. Sean, but you didn't want to. Uh, but like, I don't know if I would have <laughs> been like super down Sean, had I, Sean. you know, um, it was like, oh, I'm being so great. And that I'm like, <laughs> but I was like, I like guys. I don't know. I'm not like fully gay or whatever. So I don't, I, I was definitely tempted. And there were times where like things would get very close. See, tempted. That's like such a Christian-y wow. thing to say. Yeah. Like, sure, sure. Um, there were times where it'd get close and you, we'd have to stop and be like, we can't do this. Jesus. Like, So we you can't. dated Christian boys? Yeah, I almost, I was almost engaged. What? In college in college <laughs> yeah wow uh, yeah i had a few long-term relationships with guys um all like serious and great and the last one i knew it wasn't it but i was so intrigued by him he was like so mysterious and quiet and like just hot and all this stuff and i was like oh you know he's kind of boring but it'll be fun <laughs> i don't know i don't know what <laughs> i thought boring. looking back <laughs> kind of boring, but I can spend my life with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I can keep talking and he can be boring, it's fine. Uh, and then he he told my mom he was going to propose. And my mom told me, I think because she knew that I wasn't down. I think she was trying to be sure, like, sure. sis, if you want out, you got to get out now. Um, and so then we broke up. Wow. You broke up like, I, I feel like you're going to propose to me and this is over. Um, no, I heard he was going to propose in like October of whatever year it was. And we, it was like May. And then those next few months, we just were fighting a lot. And I remember being like less, <laughs> I've never said this out loud. I, I tried, I didn't try as hard to like fix things because I wanted it to end naturally without sure. it being a thing about the engagement. I wanted it to be like, oh, we just it's didn't work thing. and we knew it all along, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, but that was hard to let go of. Like, even though I started realizing I was gay during all that, which I did because I was living with this girl. That's a whole other story. I don't know if we're going to go there, but we're gonna uh, go there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still had this feeling where I was like, it would just be so much easier to marry him. Like, it would be so easy. We could have kids. Like, people wouldn't look twice when we go to dinner. Mm. I I would always think about walking down the aisle. Like, we wouldn't have to plan who's going to walk when. It just, it is, it's obvious. It's already planned out. Um, and I think that's one of the things that just kept me in religion and in the closet longer was just I loved the comfort of having things planned out for me and not having to, like, you know, figure out a new way to live you know yeah well yeah i mean i guess first we can get into the 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 girl the the church girl but i do have lots <laughs> of burning questions for you afterwards but let's continue the story 
Um, okay, cool. Uh, so questions about what? Uh, yeah, about what, are, what? Yeah, no, no, no. Just like your relationship with religion and God and, you know, where you've left off now and blah, blah, blah. Sure. But fast, we need to know about the gay First, awakening. let's get through it. Yeah. My <laughs> gay awakening. Uh, I, I actually have a podcast episode. I used to have a podcast. I kind of don't anymore, but. I guess I still am a podcast host at heart. Um, <laughs> it still I, exists. I have an episode with her where we talked about like our entire experience, which is actually really Everything. cool. Um, but yeah, so we both lived together in this house called uh, the Babe Barn, which was like six Christian girls uh, at ASU. It was. Oh my God. I know. The house I lived in previously was called the Estro, short for the Estrogen State. Wow. So you were like cool Christians. We were cool Christians. Like fun. We were fun. That what, Why does that make you think we, we were fun, but those are not fun? <laughs> well, I just, I guess I don't know any like Christians that are not very serious oh you know no we were fun like that's babe bond like that's not i wouldn't think like a group of six christian girls at asu would live at the babe bond too yeah well we did we were very cool <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of bad christians bad christians. did you guys drink or no uh we weren't allowed to because we were on leadership of this like christian organization at the school and you signed a thing that said you couldn't drink even if you were 21 which okay, was, so, so you, you like, weren't just did not. cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people did drink and they'd get kicked off leadership, so that's pretty cool. Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, and they would go uh, to that's, hell, not, that's actually not even a joke. Right? What? And they would go to hell. I thought... No. Drinking, no. No? You're allowed so, to drink? No. Yeah, yeah. And be Christian? Of yes, course. you can. Yeah. Oh, why did I not think that? It's just our, we didn't because we felt, the group felt that if you were drinking, you were more likely to do like immoral things. Sure. And if you were on leadership, <laughs> then you're more likely to lead younger people who can't legally drink to drink. And it just became this whole like, Duh, basically, that's the fun yeah. of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I really look back and wish that I would have had more I'm fun in college. Wasted. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. But what can you do? Um, anyway, so I was living in the Bay Barn, and um, this girl and I, at the same time, and I were breaking up. Oh, I've never said his name. Oh, <laughs> should we believe that? We can. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, I don't, he won't care. He's not listening at all. I posted photos of him uh, all the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. There's hung. a spider on that couch. <gasps> Kill it. I mean, uh, that makes me I'm sick. vegan. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, do you want to? No, no, it's it? no, no. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so we're in the Bay Barn. Me and this guy are breaking up. We might have already broken up at the time. Don't remember. Um, but her and I start getting super close because I was in the worst of my anxiety spells that I've ever been in. She was so good at handling it, so calm, like you know, just kind of the perfect storm where it's like when people get close, kind of toxically where you're codependent and you're whatever but then you find out there's more and you're like oh is this even codependent or was it just love Mm. and the answer is it's both probably (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, definitely and so we just started being inseparable and everyone around us saw it and I think looking back everyone knew that we were 
we had more feelings for each other than we were playing, but nobody was saying anything and everyone's kind of turning a blind eye and acting like nothing's happening. Um, and then we told each other we had feelings for each other, but it wasn't like a fun experience. It was like us confessing sin to each other and being like, oh, I'm having these immoral thoughts about you. Like, what do we do to not do this, basically? Like, how do we restructure our friendship so this doesn't happen? Um, Who brought that up? Like, how do you do that? So she brought it up because she was telling me that this had happened to her in a past friendship. And I, and she, and I think she wanted me to know 95% because she didn't want to do what that girl did to her in her mind, which was just like her. But, you know, when you're religious, religious, it's like she prayed on me. Lust or over, like, yeah. She, yeah, she like, she made this beautiful thing toxic. Um, I think 95% of that was her like warning me that like I, she was capable of that. And then the other 5% was probably her just like, wanting me to know that, that. Yeah, yeah, that like this could be an option. Um, and then... I was like, oh, my God. And then I told her later that I had feelings for her. And she was like, oh, my God, we can't do this. And then we did that for a while. And then we would just get physically closer, like, every day. Like, we had two. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> we, had... <laughs> we started sharing a room at some point, And we had two, like, full beds maybe or twins i don't even remember and we would sleep in the same <laughs> how why would you just how do you justify that it's like i'm cold <laughs> yeah we're like we're just watching a movie mm. or like we're just whatever you know and pe like our other roommates of the bay barn would come in and we would like <gasps> either scramble to try to like oh that's worse though yeah i know yeah. well if, it, if we heard it from so we would either scramble or just be like pretending we were looking at my phone together and you know whatever were the other babes in the babe bond like upset or judgmental um i would say about two of them were like we did not want them to find out because we knew that they would like, tell on you tell on us wow. one of them is still one of my best friends to this day greatest ever she knew since day one we've talked about it since she's like you guys were so obvious it was so whatever <laughs> um Lesbians and she's great hide. she wouldn't have and we can't hide <laughs> uh and then there was another that i think was like on the she could go either way mm -hmm. um but you know you still never know like there are people that i thought would have been totally fine with it that had have said i would never come to your wedding wow. and then there are people that you think are gonna think you're the worst person in the world and they're like oh do you like i love you no matter what um, do you still have people in your life that are like i'm not gonna come to your wedding i have i have really distanced myself as i've gotten older there was like a few years where i tried to keep those relationships alive and i wanted to be the one that like proved mm -hmm. that you can be a good person and be gay and it's not, not one or the other um but then as I got older, I was just kind of like, you suck. Like, you're living yeah. in the past. And I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go out of my way to be, like, actively friends with you if you feel this way about me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I have, like, a lot of respect for people that believe different things than me. 
even if it's like damning to me, like we talked about earlier with Susie Q and whatever, where like <laughs> whatever their names are, it's like check out the pre-show. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out pre-show. Um, if religion really matters to someone it's like a way of life and it's not just like a belief that they want to have it's how they think the world is supposed to work and so you can't i don't know the same way you want people to respect you you have to give them that and Mm -hmm. you know i look at those people now and i know that they think that i'm in this like i'm in the lost zone or they're praying for me to come back to god or whatever it is and i'm like thanks like thanks for doing that you don't have I to. don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> but if that makes you, you sleep better you at want. night, yeah. then that's okay. Yeah. You know? Well, it's got to be hard to, like, also, we sort of talked about this earlier, like, someone can love you but still think you're going to hell. And, like, it's got to yeah. be hard to reconcile with that, like, oh, like, these people might still love me but think that, like, I will be damned to eternal hell while they, like, go up and relax. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's what's actually so paradoxical about it is that they think that that is the most loving thing that they can do is try to get you to come back to God, like them praying for you and them not giving you, not letting you just go live in sin is their way of being like, no, no, you don't understand. I am doing everything I can to show you I love you. Like real love is me fighting for you, not me letting you go live this like sinful life so it's weird when you look at that you're like oh i know you love me it's just we are really showing our love in completely different ways Mm -hmm. right um yeah thank you so much usual wines for sponsoring this episode of the podcast usual wines are wines for the modern drinker each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is a heavy pour or like about a glass and a half of wine. No more pouring wine down the drain when you're, you can't finish the bottle because the single serve format and the bottle design usual is always fresh. So there's no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. Uh, the wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar, which what hello okay uh usual has a red blend a rosé sparkling white wine called brut they also have a limited production brut rosé just for summer yeah and usual wines are made from world-class american areas like napa sonoma um, santa barbara and are made with minimal intervention zero sugar and zero additives um and yeah i mean Usual wines are great. I um, got some in the mail from Usual. They're super cute, firstly, but also um, they taste really yummy. Um, I've had the red and the rosé so far, um, and I really liked both of them. And also they are just like the perfect portion, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, highly, highly recommend Usual wines. Super tasty and cute and easy um especially if you're someone like me who doesn't really know much about wines it's easy it's just great to like get good wines to you that i don't really have to think about you know um Mm -hmm. so yeah usual wines also has a special holiday product coming in early november so it's already available called usual reserve it's an ultra premium limited edition mount vidir cabernet sauvignon um So this is their most special wine yet, Um, just in time for the holidays, hailing from one of the most celebrated plots of land in Napa. This Cabernet Sauvignon is concentrated and rich with just enough grip 
um, gift it to someone special or gift it to yourself, baby. The holidays as usual. Um, so go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use our discount code dating for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Seriously, you guys, I love it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Thanks, Usual Wines. So I want to know now, obviously, you've kind of, what's the opposite of come to Jesus? Like, You've come from Jesus. Distance from You've Jesus. Come from Jesus. And We're social distancing. I'm currently. interested in knowing like what has sort of stuck with you and what hasn't. So like I want to know your thoughts on like the afterlife now. Yeah. Um it's really hard. I think about I think about my experience with religion a lot and how much I miss it. And I try to figure out what I miss about it all the time. Um parts of it are just like the hope and the you know the meta it's just nice to think about things that are not like real and happening not that it's yeah no not... no no i yes yeah okay yeah yeah like not that it's not real it's just feels it's just like... like it's beyond you i don't know yeah, yeah it's yeah. just so much bigger it's like what's floating above the surface it's like thinking about space almost it feels like the same vibe where you're mm -hmm. like oh it's so magical or there's something mm -hmm. more and whatever um so i miss that i don't think that i have found a replacement for whatever that is um and i miss the community like there is something really special i, I remember when i first moved down to la i would always tell cam like i want to have like a supper club with our with like all our friends down here i want to do like sunday church even if that's like brunch in the backyard where mm -hmm. we like talk about politics one week and something else another and whatever mm -hmm. i just i you miss do that yeah that i would love to do that i i just i miss getting together with people and talking about something other than like dumb shit and mm -hmm. i think religion just lent itself to that yeah. really well for me um it forces and you I'm to just, ask like, questions and yeah question everything yeah and it's yeah it just it just my whole experience with christianity and religion it just i felt like it just melded so well to my personality and like what i like to do and what i like to think about um and i just haven't found a replacement for that and so i have this like you asked like where i'm at now i just have this like emptiness that I think Christians would say is me missing God. Uh, I know they would say that. Is that like, oh, she's so empty now. I just, I miss the religion of it. I miss like the 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 organization of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's why yeah. we have gay so kipple, you were saying that That's true. <laughs> that's why what? Uh, so they have gay kipple. Yes. <laughs> that's a form of church. That's a thing. Well, you were telling me that you would be a really good cult leader. I know I would. <laughs> I really do and I kind that. of have to agree. I'm like, Thank okay, you. Sunday brunch where we talk about the moon. I'm fucking down. Yeah. Um, But I want to know, when did you decide, like, okay, this is not for me. This is, like, a chapter that I'm going to have to close. How did you, like, distance yourself from that? Yeah, it happened for me, and it happened in me in the same at, at the same time. Um, I got kicked off leadership. So Emily and I applied to you, go should I believe that? No, it's fine because she's <laughs> okay. on my podcast. Right? Okay, okay, <laughs> so they know. Uh, yeah, we applied to go on a mission trip that both of us had already been on separately, like 
before us being with each other. Um, and a mission trip is where you go and like try and make other people come to convert. Jesus. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we tried to go on one in China for a month and <clears throat> we applied and there was no way we shouldn't have go like we should have been let down or like uh, been told we couldn't go because I had been, she had been, I was like, I had led mission trips at this point. There was, I was the prime candidate. I was ready. Yeah. Um, and you'd be good at it too. Thank you. And <laughs> what? Hi Cam. Hi Cam. Cam just like is like floating behind the camera like a little <laughs> ghost. They're okay. Um, and on the application, you know, they ask a series of questions and then they ask moral questions, like things that would be in direct opposition of you being fit for a mission trip. And one of them was like, uh, have you been sexually attracted to or sexually active with someone of the same sex? And I remember when Emily and I were both filling it out, we were like, do we lie? Like, what do we say right now? Because yeah. we were both trying to not be gay and be with each other at the same time. And we thought like, oh, maybe we could overcome it. I don't know. Um, and we were like, let's just be honest. Let's say we are, but we're like trying to figure it out still. And then they called us into their office like a few days later and they were like, hey, I'm really sorry. We're going to have to turn you guys down. Like you, you know, it sounds like you guys aren't willing to let this go. And that's like, we can't let you guys go on the same trip if you're like being together. Sure. Um, Just vacation to China with your yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they said, and Taryn, you need to like get off leadership. Like you're basically off. Why not? Why? Why could she stay on leadership? I don't really. I think looking back, I think that they sensed or maybe I said that I was less I I thought it was less of a sin. Like, I didn't actually think it was that bad. Okay. And Emily was very convinced that, like, it was not okay. Um, so maybe they thought she was literally worth saving About, more. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like that she could, she could get out of it easier. Um, and so I basically, that started this, like, falling cards of me, you know, being pushed out of every community that I had built for myself um, and then started questioning like, okay, if these people could so easily say that like I'm not one of them or that like I'm going to hell because X, Y, and Z, then I'm going to look at the bigger picture of whatever this thing was that I signed up for for the last 10 years and see if that's actually something I want to believe in because if all of these people are just being assholes about it, maybe it's not mm. what I want to do with my life. Um, Did and your parents know that this was going on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think it was like, they, they're not at all. I told you so people they're very like, we're here for you. We love you. But I'm sure that's how they felt. Yeah. Like had to yeah. have been. Just... And that's how they found out that you were attracted to women as well. I had told my mom, I was at a coffee shop like a few months earlier and I, I, she called me and I walked outside and I was bawling on the side of this like really busy street next to Arizona state. And it was this coffee shop that all of our friends went to. So I remember being so nervous someone was going to oh, walk by. No. I was standing outside and I was bawling. And I was like, Mom, I kissed Emily. I'm so like, <laughs> ah, whatever. And she's like, that's okay. Like, that's okay. Tell me about her. Like, tell me what she's like. And do you like her? And she sounds great and all this stuff. And it it just. Go mom. Her, I know. Yeah, her so response sweet. was Natural. literally magic. Um, and. And I just, 
I, I felt like I had spent so many years like asking the church to be my family when like I had the greatest family ever. And I, I think like coming out, I just realized that even if I just kind of fell out, which is what I did, I just, I don't feel like I ever actually came out. I just kind of was like, well, I'm getting pushed out and I'm also waltzing out. Like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Um, I, I realized that like the people in my life that were not Christian were better Christians <laughs> were like yeah. better lovers, better accepting lovers people, and yeah. more godlike and taught me more about what I wanted to be and who I cared about and all these things um, than the people that I had like put so much trust and faith in. And um, it was cool. So, yeah, I, I just over time started getting further and further away. And I think when I moved out of Arizona back to California and then eventually up to San Francisco where nobody is religious, um, it just became harder and harder to even like brush elbows with religion. I just felt so far away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it isn't even until really like the pandemic and moving back down here that I've been thinking about it again, just cause it, you know, after like five and a half, six years in San Francisco where no one talks about God, you're like a freaking weirdo if you mention God up there. Um, Is LA not like that? No. Actually, people love to go to like Mosaic. Yeah. 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 People love that. It, it's trendier down here. Yeah. Like it's cooler to go to church here than it is in other big cities, I think. So, um, yeah, I think. I think my story is not over with it is what I'm trying to say. I think I'll find a happy medium somewhere in there, but I don't imagine I'll ever call myself like a Christian again or mm. that like the whole Jesus thing is going to be my thing. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to get saved. Yeah. At this point. No. Perhaps you'll okay. move yeah. to a more spiritual understanding. Yeah. Than in like yeah. organized religion. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll just start my own religion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Try it. <laughs> Try it. Do it. Um, okay, so you mentioned that you moved to L.A. during a pandemic. Yes, I did. How was that decision? Like, why did you decide to do that? And how has it been so far? Um, yeah, I had been wanting to get back to I'm from Orange County, which is like an hour away from L.A. And I've been wanting to get back down here for years. Um, and the pandemic was kind of perfect, a perfect like little pushing stone Uh Pushing stone. Interesting, Terry. <laughs> pushing stone. Pushing stone. <laughs> what were you trying to say? <laughs> I meant stepping stone, but I, I then maybe like but a push. push a little push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. A little pushing uh, stone. Emma Stone. <laughs> I love I just Emma Stone. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Emma Stone is our god. Game. Yeah, we love it. Ooh, we do be loving. Okay. Um, I yeah, so I I moved down. Um I was I was at the same job my entire time up. I was up in San Francisco and at the beginning of the pandemic, I lost my job there. didn't work there anymore um, and was like, okay, what do I want to do? How am I going to what's up? And I just moved. I was newly dating Cam and I I assume hope and assume that this is the last new relationship I will ever have. And so it was like, let's just we both were like, let's just do it. Let's let's hop in and make it work. And um, it has certainly been an experience. <laughs> it's been amazing, but I it's a lot. Watching you guys at the top of the pandemic when I was at, at home. the top of the panty, I love <laughs> the top of the panty. <laughs> um, and I was 
obviously like just at home alone, which which you wouldn't be able to do in LDR at all during at least like during those times. No. Um, so like you didn't really have another option anyway. Yeah. Um, but I remember watching you guys just like fucking vibing all the damn time and I was like, fuck those bitches. Like I'm so jealous. It was fun. It's like and it it, it is fun. It's just um a really weird experience. Guys. Is Frank gonna eat her? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Frank is being drama right now. Regan's just laid next to him like, so <laughs> oh, calmly. So and Frank, she's so she's like, maybe he won't notice that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear him? No, like, will I he, can't. You'd be able to pick that up. And even if it, that Frank is growling. Okay. So. I okay. Frank. <laughs> Frank is saying really mean things to Regan. Yeah, he's fighting. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we were vibing and it was very fun and it, I think the only reason that I felt comfortable, I'm I'm generally pretty slow moving in relationships. Like I don't move in with people quickly. I don't like, I don't know, maybe it's the Christian in me that's like <laughs> wants to, you know, not just like hop in and yeah. do all the no things. Sex before sex marriage. After no marriage. sex before. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so you guys are waiting. That's nice. But, yeah, we've never. Uh, but I've known Cam for five years before we started dating. So I was like, oh, I've kind of always liked this person. And if I'm getting the chance to date her, I'm pretty sure that it's like the real fucking deal. Mm -hmm. So um, we it was very fun to at the beginning of the pandemic to be in like the honeymoon phase when you're living with each other and you can't see anyone else. Like it <laughs> felt like when at the end like of the bachelor you wouldn't do it anyway, like you wouldn't want to see anyone else anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, it couldn't be like a toxic honeymoon phase where you like shut everyone out because you literally yeah, have to. Yeah. Like, what a perfect yeah. time. Yeah, it best of both worlds. Uh, but it literally felt like that at the end of The Bachelor when, like, the couple has to go hide away for, like, two months and mm. live in some random apartment. Dale and Claire. Yeah. Okay, literally hate them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was really fun. I think, na like, the last few months have been sobering, and they're amazing, and we're still very happy. But, like, you're now in a real relationship that you're stuck in the same house like all the time and you're like oh this is also still a new relationship it's it's really interesting i'm learning a lot it's fun though okay taryn this has been a lovely episode thank you so much for joining us on dating straight i loved it um it's been a pleasure where can the people find you um just around <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> you like drop the addy <laughs> uh, the taryn arnold yeah the the taryn arnold uh, which is T-A-R-Y-N and then Arnold is pretty clear uh, just on anything That's very cool um, thanks for listening I'm Amy Oddman I'm Jack Dodge and that's Frank and Taryn <laughs> and this Hi. is Dating Straight see you next Don't Tuesday you can be broken hearted lovers you can help